Hello and welcome to Compo Junto's special one-shot episode for a movie review of Alien Covenant. I am host Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host Adam Jack Slater Tetris. Jack Slater Tetris. Do you know who Jack Slater is? Uh, yeah, I absolutely do. I, I totally know. I'm Googling it. Let me just, hold on. Let me uh, yeah, get totally, you up. Oh, yeah. No- Jack Slater Motors. How could I forget? Yeah? The is first. This is the first result on Google. Iconic. Truly iconic. Uh, located at Harbor Street, Commons, Mullingar. What is this? This is in Ireland? I don't that's know not, who Jack Slater is. That's not. Jack Slater is... The character that Arnold Schwarzenegger plays in The Last Action Hero. Ah, ah, yeah. okay. See, of course, now I was thinking of Jack Slater used to play for the NFL. Are you looking at this the Rams? On the now I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking up just various Jack Slaters. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the Last Action Hero. I thought that would be a pr- who could forget? Right. True, honestly, who, who yeah. could forget? Yeah. The, the, the first one I from. The classic from 1993, uh, Last Action Hero, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that movie. Yeah, but I thought it would be appropriate because, you know, we're kind of taking it back into an older franchise with Alien on this situation. Indeed we are. Not only only an older franchise, we're talking 1979, my dude. That's before all of us were alive. Uh, 1979, the first Alien movie came out. This movie, this, this franchise has been up and running for almost 40 years. That's crazy. Yes. Yes, it's been around for many moons. And internet, what we're about to do is have a full-fledged, full-scale, spoiler-filled conversation about Alien Covenant. Mm -hmm. So every podcast is someone's first. Every one-shot is someone's first. Every movie review is someone's first. And spoilers are new to somebody. So, Adam, you want to break down spoilers for the people? Yeah, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive deep into this film, and we don't want to ruin that experience for you. We don't want to spoil or reveal any of the plot elements for you. So if you have not seen Alien Covenant and you were very excited to see it, maybe don't start by listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not telling you not to listen to this podcast, but find a different episode of Comic Book Junto to jump in at and then go see Alien Covenant and then join us for the one shot. Because in every one shot, we're going to do everything we can to analyze and pull apart and discuss and interpret our personal responses to the movie. And that means uh, we're talking about reveals, yeah. discoveries, yeah. characters, turns of event that we wouldn't want to take that away from you. So what that means, Internet, is if you haven't seen Alien Covenant, we want to urge and encourage you to pause this, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to it. Or your other option is listen at your own peril. That's right. Know that you are going to have this movie spoiled. No holes barred. We're not leaving anything back. We're laying it all out on the table, and that's what's going to go down. So the spoiler wall is going up. Mm -hmm. If you pass this moment, you're asking for it. So spoilers, three, two, one. It's your fault. It's your fault. Now. That's that's right. Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. We're going to talk about this movie, and we're going to grade it. So Mm -hmm. I want to go over the grading system real quick for those of you. Again, every podcast, someone's first. So this grading system is here's here's how we're going to do it. We have... A, B, C, D, and F. A, one of the best movies you've ever seen. B, above average. C, 
average, D, below average, F, one of the worst movies you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So at the end of this, we're going to give you our letter grade for this movie, and we want to hear your letter grade as well. So I I on Twitter, at Octavius A. Newman, Adam. Um, Adam Tetris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And the podcast twitter at comic book junto let us know what your letter grade is for alien covenant after you listen to this we look forward to hearing back from you guys and uh seeing the different perspectives mm-hmm. but we're going to give it a letter grade at the end of this after we talk about it adam do you already have an idea what your letter grade is going to be i do i do in fact i i was just mentioning to octavius uh since i saw this movie on when i see a wednesday night just after we did comic book junto our regular weekly episode yeah episode 71 just after we recorded that, I split out of the studio and I ran over to a tiny little theater in Center City, Philadelphia, and I caught Alien Covenant, and I have not stopped talking about it. So I'm happy that I finally have an opportunity to talk to you about yes. it. Notoriously, you don't want to hear nothing about it until we're on the mic. I don't want to know nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Do you have a letter grade in mind? Uh, I'm working on it. I okay. think by the time, you know, it's funny, like... Um, I think this might be a good thing to transition us into how we want to talk about this. So I'm thinking we could go a couple of different ways about this. We can start out with gut reactions. Sure. Then we can go into what we liked about it. We can go into what we didn't like about it. And then maybe we can give our letter grade. That sounds about right. That's, that's, that's general Rails internet, but we're not going to do that. We're going to be all over the place. And I want to set a little bit of context for Alien Covenant. You know, it's, it's something that we could probably do a little more often in these one shots. Just give a little bit of a synopsis or a summary of what the hell this movie is about. And then yeah, we so can spoilers jump off for the Alien it. franchise, basically. So yeah, you know. yeah. So, you know, the original Alien movie came out in 1979. And that movie was straight up thriller, closed action, high tension horror movie. You have no idea what's going on. You don't see the Alien until late in the movie and you don't see it very often. It, it, was, it was a unique kind of movie. It was also an interesting sci-fi horror. And I mean, in 1979, you know, that was ahead of its time. That was mm-hmm. boundary pushing. The fast forward to 1986, the sequel, Aliens, is Ali- multiple Johns. On this multiple one. Johns. Straight up action movie. Just straight up action movie. And in my opinion, I don't know about you, Ock, one of my favorite action movies of all time. You know, I've seen all of the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all of the Alien movies. So it's, for my money, number one and number two, best movies. But they're really very different films. And someone has remarked, someone uh, more wise than I am, has remarked that the Alien franchise is basically the exact same story told over and over again, just by different people. Interesting so, you should say that. Yeah, because the first one, that was that was directed by Ridley Scott. And then the second one, that was directed by uh, James Cameron. And then there's the third one, and then Alien Resurrection. And it, it kind of loses the plot from time to time. Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator. I mean, then you have the spinoffs, right? You got Alien vs. Predator. You got the comics. You got the books. You got all kinds of stuff. But Prometheus, the game. Prometheus came out in 2012. You're, you're one of your favorite movies. Internet, Adam, is about yeah. to gush about Prometheus. He's been talking about how much he loves it. Uh, so, Adam, let the people know how you feel about Prometheus if you haven't started not, already. Yo, not a big fan. Prometheus came out, and I was more hyped than... I can remember being the, one of the best trailers of all time. Shout to whoever made that trailer, the, 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 the commercial 
to build the hype machine for that movie. It was amazing. And it promised answers. It was going to explore kind of a d- direct prequel to the mm-hmm. original film from 79. Mm-hmm. And it was Ridley Scott returning, the guy who did the first one, returning to the franchise and telling more story. I was so pumped. And I can't remember ever being more let down oh. by a movie. Oh, that's because you were watching too many trailers? Prometheus. Well, I mean, I had a lot of hype. I love this franchise very much. And there were a lot of things I wanted to learn about, a lot of things I wanted to explore. And I think Prometheus did it in a real clunky, awkward, not great way. But it looked beautiful. So not a fan of Prometheus, basically. Not a fan of Prometheus. Now, lo and behold, Alien Covenant is a direct sequel to Prometheus. Sequel prequel. Sequel prequel. Yeah, yeah, sure. It takes place before Alien, 79 Alien. But it is a direct sequel to Prometheus. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. I, I didn't know what it was going to be. But, you know, lo and behold, this thing is, what, set 10 years after the plot of yes. Prometheus? Yes. And they, right out the gate, they get to answering some questions that a lot of people had about Prometheus. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to get your gut reaction. Before we get into the details, mm-hmm. what's your kind of general overall feeling about the movie? Overall feeling about Alien Covenant. You know that I was not feeling too hot going into the movie. No, you weren't. You actually affected my expectation when I went to the movie. My, hey, look, my bad. I didn't mean to taint the experience. It's okay. It's okay, though. It's but all right. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very emotional when it comes to this franchise. Mm-hmm. I see. It's a, it's a complex relationship. And my gut reaction is there were things that I like in this movie, but I think that it was so sloppily put together that I cannot recommend this movie to someone. Oh, really? Can not. I think it was not well written. Let me hmm. let me say this. There were parts of the movie that I, I liked, but the script was bad. And I noticed really? how bad. And huh. I will get into some examples as we get more into it. So my 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 leaving from this is this was not as terrible an experience as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. but this was not great. So if you had the thumbs up or thumbs down, your gut reaction, you're going... I'm going thumbs down. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, doing it a, I'm doing a pretty confident thumbs down on the movie. Oh, so you, you're, you're, not, you're not wavering. You're doing no. a, a strong kind of like swooping like and crashing thumbs down. I'm doing like a Goku charging up for six episodes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Thumbs down. Wow. Okay. That's okay. That's that. That really communicates a level of intensity. But like, like I said, it's complicated. There are some things that I like. I have a very complicated relationship with what's going on in this franchise, and you know, by the virtue of the other movies, growing up with these movies, and how important and influential they were to me, uh, I have high expectations, man. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the script more than anything else, the script let me down big time. Got you. So gut reaction from you. Okay. How you gut feeling? reaction. When I think about gut reaction internet, I like to give context for the, some, of these term, the, some of this terminology we're throwing around. So just like we talked about on past episodes and past one shots, the letter grade, um, I say that a letter grade of C is like an average movie. You know, most, and to give you a, what does average mean? I would say average means most movies you're going to see in your lifetime, most mm-hmm. are going to be average. So most movies are going to be Cs. Yeah. Right? So when I say gut reaction, what I'm thinking about, if you can put the picture in your head, is like credits. Uh-huh. What do I feel during the credits? Uh-huh. 
What do I feel as I'm gathering my stuff and walking out the door? And when I when I'm with the person that I'm, I don't know if you about if about you, Adam, but mm-hmm. when you go to the movies with somebody, there's kind of a debrief that happens right outside of the movie theater. It's funny you say that because I won't have that debrief in the theater. I have to hold it. Like, yeah. no, don't talk to me about it while the credits are rolling. I don't want to talk about it inside of the theater. Yeah. I need some time. We walk outside. You do that. You just kind of like so- solicit the space. Mm-hmm. You're just hanging out yeah. in the space. And uh, everybody yeah, kind of looks at each other. So you're like, so how did you, you know, or you, somebody you, goes yeah. to the bathroom or throws some food away. So that's that moment, that feeling, that's my mm-hmm. gut reaction. What do I feel? Mm-hmm. And what I felt after I saw the movie, I was like, that was good. Oh, yeah. That was good. I was like, I like that. Okay, that was that was good. Now, I haven't had a whole lot of time to think. Mm-hmm. I hadn't had a whole lot of time to process. I had a whole lot of time to consider, but it's real emotive. It's real like instinctual. I, yeah, it's kind of like, am I vibing with this or not? Did I have a good time or not? Sure. You know? It's kind of like that that again, that gut reaction. So my gut reaction was I liked it. And I sure. think a large part of why my gut reaction was like that is because this is part of the black congregation. It's better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be bad because of Adam's like uh, mm, uh, uh, kind of mentality. Cause again, I don't watch trailers. I saw that first like teaser and I didn't watch anything else. Sure. I didn't read anything. I didn't look at anything. I didn't want to know nothing. Yeah. In All this situation, I, I actually joined you for that journey. So I watched the first trailer that came out the first one. And I wasn't feeling hot on that trailer, mm-hmm. but uh, I, w- I will agree with you. This actually exceeded my expectations, and it was n- it was not what I thought it would be, but it yeah. still did not hit the mark for me. And that's my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my processed reaction is a lot more complicated, way more complicated. Oh, there's a lot of nuance in this thing. Yeah. There's a lot of nuance. Oh, yeah. So you want to start out with what you liked, or you want to start with, you, with, with what you didn't like? Where, where are you? Where is your heart at? Where's your mind at? Well, you know, I, I want to start with what I liked only because that it seems like it's more difficult. Even this was a movie in which, during the process of it happening, I was complaining about it. The, e, while you were complaining, it was you said while it was happening in front of my very eyes, I was complaining about it out yeah. loud. Were you by yourself? Set the out scene loud, for the but, well, so this is it. I'm I'm there with with uh, uh, my my partner Timory. She mm-hmm. was so hype on aliens. She mm-hmm. loves alien. Her cat's name is Ripley. I'm like oh. alien franchise is oh, okay. a big deal for her. She loves it, and she's enjoying it intensely. And we're seeing the movie together, and I'm. This is the thing, and I'm sure you you had this feeling, whether or not you verbalized. This is the thing that I would do. Why would he touch that? Hey. Why is he not wearing hey. a helmet? Hey. How I'm, is he just going to respond? Hey. Like, I'm yo, a, that's the first time he saw an alien. I'm Why would he it. not? So what I'm I was a, doing is, I will get to that. I was responding to the film as yeah. it was taking place. Yeah, so that yeah. was take that was happening, you know. And it, uh, there were a lot of moments as well in this movie where I would turn, I would be like. What the hell am I looking at right now? What is this? They're yeah. playing the flute. What is this? What's <laughs> no, happening? What, right what now? did you like, Adam? I thought so, we talked about what you did like. So, so what I'm what I mean to say is, is things I do like. You're right. Uh, are harder for me to describe. Things I do like. This is a good looking movie, just like Prometheus. Yes, it looks good. They, I, by some combination of the space that they made, the planet, the ship, the 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 way the characters look. It's just, it looks good. It looks like a world that I want to look at. 
play don't be there, in a, but I don't want to. Yeah, it. I don't want to be there. But I don't want to be nowhere near that. But Absolutely I definitely, not. Definitely want to look at it. Yeah. So you know, it is. It's certainly a, a thing to behold. Um, the there were death sequences of the movie, in particular, the first time mm. a dude dies in this movie yeah. when that thing tears out of his spine and yeah. he bends over backwards it's been a little while since i've seen a horror movie where i was like yo yes yeah 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 and that it, i had a couple of those in that in particular that scene when he's in the med bay and everybody's freaking out and it's, it's uh maybe the only point in which i felt any kind of tension mm-hmm. was when that That's was the only place. point that was the only point when i felt any kind of tension okay and uh, I appreciated some of those, some of that. Um, I, I'm a horror fan. I like when I can get a good scare or a good monster effect. I like special effects like that, so I appreciated mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else? Yo, James Franco's finest film. All right, let's just shout out, <laughs> shout out to this James Franco right now. Date? Best work to date. Yeah. Best work to date. You literally had to identify a dead body in order to find out that was James Franco. That's one of the craziest celebrity appearances I've ever had. Like, oh, he's he dead already? He didn't say no words? Not, not, a, not one. Well, you know, we got, a, we got a little bit of time talking to him through via... Um, I don't know. He has GoPro out there on the side of a mountain. I don't know what he's out here doing. Yeah, yeah. I, he did have, I guess, uh, a few lines of dialogue just in mm-hmm. that GoPro yeah. video. And I liked, um, there was an iteration of the alien, which was the uh, tall humanoid white alien when it's just standing still, breathing, and yeah. staring at David. That was something that I like because we haven't seen a version of the alien quite like that. And that was new and weird and off-putting. And I Mm -hmm. like that scene where David is talking about how you breathe on a horse's nose and then it knows you and you you can control it. And there was some tension to that. And I I appreciated that. And I also liked... Uh, I I think I liked David and Walter and the the dynamic they you had. You think so? You're not quite sure. Not positive. I'm not sure because they they had some interesting conversations that you could read into the ability for an android to create and then that taken away from the android. And now what are you? You just a slave? And David speaking like someone who has wanted more and talking to a version that was made after him. Mm-hmm. That was neutered. No creative abilities. Right. Less humanity. Right. They, right. He even says, your ability to be human creeped people out. So they, they, they fixed that. They took that out of me. Mm-hmm. So there's some aspects of that relationship that I liked. But then they started throwing each other around. I was like, okay, this is a little wacky. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, so get- I, I'm, I'm on the fence. I feel like I could uh, attack or defend a lot of the things. Interesting you should say that. Because... Sure. When I think about breaking this up between what I liked and I didn't like, it's kind of like a lot of it bleeds together. You can go either way, right? Yeah, on a lot of things. Same. So one of the things that I liked about it is like, first of all, looks amazing. Yeah. Okay. Like oh, we yeah. said. But but one of the things that that really stood out to me was one of the same things that I was like, this is kind of stupid, was there were a lot of very obvious horror movie tropes yes just stuff that's just like hey there's another planet over there don't you go to that planet Mm -hmm. don't you go to that what they gonna go to that y'all they gonna go to that planet Mm -hmm. leave the planet alone Mm -hmm. 
Like, it, but but what it did do is it did a good job of creating this angst in me, creating this kind of like, no, don't do it. Oh, they're going to do it. And you, oh, they slipped on the blood and pull the gun out and pull your gun out. No, it don't look. It's over here. Like all of that stuff. I, I'm hands on my head, face palming. Mm-hmm. I'm in the movies with Kenny. We, He and I looking at each other. We like talking to each other. And like, why are they going over there? Why, why, pull your gun out. Don't, why, don't put your face over it. Like all of that stuff. Sure. I loved it because I was in my mouth is like, <gasps> no, yeah, you know, like I'm like leaning back in my seat, moving forward. And like the yeah, jump scares, like it's like a ride. Yeah, yeah. And I'm into all of that. I'm into it. Even the obvious, dumb, dumb, stupid things. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm having a good time though. So thank you, Ridley Scott, for making these people idiots. So I can have a good so I can have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So the overall kind of angst and like this this like impending doom and explosions and you kick this thing and this happens and you're like, oh my God, it's in his ear and oh no, there's an alien gonna come. And just this the camera work and them just creating and part of the fact that I knew everything was coming mm-hmm. was kind of cool because it's like I'm waiting for it. You yeah, know? Th- there's something to be said for being able to recognize what genre you're watching. You know, like, oh, okay, this is a horror movie. I, I see what's going on. And I would say that's right. maybe one of the reasons that people had a hard time with Prometheus, myself included, because as I was watching Prometheus, I was thinking, what is this? I don't know wh- what to do with this. It's very ambitious, but yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that it stuck the landing on anything. And I like, think wh- that's the thing. If it's for everybody, it's for nobody. If you're trying to do everything, you're going to do nothing. Yeah. yeah and I, I think Alien Covenant just said, oh, y'all want an alien movie? Oh, you want Xenomorphs and whatever? Okay, got you. We sure. got you. We're going to sure. give you enough Prometheus to connect them, but afterwards, we're going ham sandwich on the alien stuff. We killing people. We tearing folks apart. We having my dude spin around and flip his tail and knock somebody's jaw off. Yeah. All of the, I'm like, <laughs> that was all a good of one. That. That, that. That was a good one. That was, that was all also of that. really good. And so I'm talking about even the point where my dude kicks the, I'm going to go take a cigarette break. Do not take a cigarette break, my mm-hmm. dude. Don't walk away. You're going to sit down. Stop touching stuff. Stop kicking stuff. And then, wait, we need to get, we need, this, I love this. I love this part. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to get, open up the med bay. And the whole time she's like, wait, 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 what's happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we need to get, we need, he's sick. Wait, hold, hold, hold up. He's sick from what? Like her caution? I was mm-hmm. like, yes, my sister. Yes. Wait, you, no, no. Well, hold on. You, did you think she was given due diligence? Well, what I thought was there was a level of like, hold, wait, wait, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's happening? Yeah. You know? Here's, here's what I want. I want to I wanna sit down and I want to see the training video that all of those crew members hey. had to sit through hey. in order to get that job. Come on now. Because here's my here's my thing. Let's get I, you I know recognize, what? Let's I recognize just go, horror let's go troops. off the rails on what we didn't like cuz this is about to happen right now. We, it's it's it, you've you've explained it perfectly. The things you like and the things that you feel skeptical about, they bleed into one another yes. with this movie. And for me, maybe it's the time of day, maybe it's the way the wind is blowing. I could go either which way on whether I thought this was a good horror movie or a bad alien movie. Hmm. And, and I think one of the, one of the prevailing thoughts I had in my mind is if this was a movie 
that didn't use the xenomorph, but it was a, like still a cool ass alien, uh-huh. and it was a horror movie in space. I'd probably be all about it, but because hmm. it's in this franchise, now I feel a certain kind of investment, Got a certain you. expectation. Got now, you. if you called this movie. 16 people on a spaceship are bad at their job. I would have yes. been like, yeah. Yes. I love this film. This yes. was good. <laughs> but because but because you called it Alien Covenant, I'm like, well, hold up. You 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 set a bar for yourself. And what I love about alien movies wasn't present in this. It, or it was a little bit of it, but it wasn't it was kind of awkwardly produced. So Which is what? Right. What did you love that you didn't get? Alright, so like for the first the first film, for example, the 79 movie, that, that movie is scary as hell. Why is it scary? Where did that alien come from? What mm-hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. Where did it go? Yeah. Who knows? No one can answer those questions. The uncertainty is terrifying. And the the body horror of the face hugger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Injecting something into men, by the way. The idea of a man being pregnant. A man was raped and the birth kills the man. Hmm. There's this like there's this body really horror that Adam, is be honest with you. you but just that's really what I'm took saying. it to another level. Alien, I never think about no aliens raping no men until alien just now. Does that though. You unlocked and like, another chapter, another in another room. And I'm not sure I want to <laughs> go in that room, Adam. I'm well, right to say I don't want to go in that room. I don't want to go in the room with no aliens raping men and they and they getting pregnant with aliens with with with, with Nah, I don't, I, I don't tell want to go me, in there. Tell me that that is not what happens with that face hugger, and it's, it's yeah. it is a very visceral, and I mean terrifying aspect of this movie. And but it, they it, got that. But that's what I. But that's the stuff that I liked about Alien Covenant. Well, so that's my thing is Alien like Covenant does that. that. Yo, it's coming out of his mouth. Alien ah, Covenant does which is that. Like, but this is disgusting, but it's kind of cool too. But it's been done. That's the thing. It, it's been done by sure. a movie earlier in the franchise, sure. and it was done better, I think. But so I, I, I don't I'm looking have at all Covenant, of that baggage. I'm looking at Covenant and I'm thinking, tell me an alien story up the stakes. Up the state. Make it more than I've seen, better than I've seen, more refined. It's 2017. Give me storytelling that is on par with and surpassing what you've done mm-hmm. almost 40 years ago. So what bothers me is I, wa- I want to sit down with this training video, okay? I want to know what the training video was for the people on this spaceship. So they're rolling out on a planet they ain't never heard of except for 20 minutes ago. Wait, hold up. Let's, ba- let's, let's, no let's go back even helmet. No helmet. <laughs> and when I'm watching Prometheus, this is an actual thing I said when I was watching Prometheus uh-huh. back in 2012. I said, why'd you take the helmet off, bro? And in this movie, I'm thinking, why didn't you put the helmet on, bro? Like, at what point in time did you think, yeah, it's cool. I, I can just roll up on this alien planet that I've never been on and drink the water and touch plants. Oh, my gosh. And just be, like, interacting with stuff. Oh, my gosh. And then when I'm communicating, hey, somebody's sick. How about someone asks some questions or conveys a little context? Someone's sick. He's throwing up. Uh, I think maybe he ingested something. I I'm mean, like, nobody's you, talking about I'm, what I'm gonna happened. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what right now. Had I been on that ship, first of all, we not going to nowhere else than what we got on this paper right here. Yeah. We have been, there are people who have put 10 years into planning, scheduling, designing, researching a place to go because we are going to colonize this place right here. That's where we're going. That is our job. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody else about going anywhere else. 
No, sir. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No. We just had an accident where someone died. Okay? The colonists that are still frozen have fallen off their coat racks or whatever that is. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to put them back on the racks. We're going to mourn the person who's passed away. And we are going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we're gonna, Y'all don't want to go back to sleep? I hear you don't want to go back to sleep. But guess what? You're going back to sleep because <laughs> yeah, that's my job. I, I don't know if I don't know if cultural appropriation exists in the year 2104, but if I was back on that ship and I found out that some people were dying down on this new planet that they went down to, I would have hard yelled, bye, Felicia. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I told you not to go, and but we're you, done. But they created relationships, though, because people's wives were down there. People's friends were I, down there. I do want to speak on that. I do there were different levels of danger. Like Tennessee, who, I'll tell you, was like did a great job. Uh, Danny McBride lo- loved his character. Tennessee's no, I, wife uh, is that, da- huh? No, nah, I disagree. Disagree. But I want to hear why you liked it. Well, Tennessee's wife is down there who's in like the kind of ship. But then you got people who are out walking around. So they, they created like levels of danger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So no one could just peace out. Well, they could, but they, they, I think they tried to create relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody didn't go in different directions. So it was like Tennessee and them. Then it was the ship with Tennessee's wife. Then it was the captain's, I think, wife or girlfriend who was yeah, with every, one of the other everybody guys. Everybody was all wedded up. And so then it's the maybe, other Maybe this who, is part of the reason why it was called Covenant. You know, they, they're out to colonize and everybody's all married up. 2104, they're still getting married. It's very traditional. Yeah. Very or relationships or whatever you want to call it. But uh, what, I, what I'm saying is, is in the first place, let, like, let's just address, hey, there's this other planet, right, that we didn't know was there, that we have a random transmission of a human being singing a song that is ancient to us. Yeah. Right? So you're talking about it's our duty to go check into it. No, it is not. No, it's not Who your job. Who duty is that? Yeah. This, this, this screen right here is saying my duty is to go to sleep and wake up like another seven years from, him, from now. That's yeah. what my duty is. Yeah. And even when I think, that, I think she's like... I don't know. Kind of like Ripley number five, I guess. You Daniels. Know? Daniels is uh, is the main character's name. Although I will point out, I did not know any of the characters' names until I looked them up on IMDb. So right. I will say uh, that speaks to, I think, the lack of personality that all of the characters had. I remember Tennessee, and I remember Tennessee because he wore a cowboy hat. And I will say that and they kept the, calling him Tennessee. the extent of his personality is cowboy hat. I mean, I was connected with him. I mean, I was Look, connected. Huh? Let, me, let me just run down with something real quick. At Nearing the end of this film, when Tennessee comes in, he's, he's, he's bringing the ship down, it's a risky mm-hmm. maneuver, and he's going to save everybody. Tennessee has his first, Danny McBride has his first uh, encounter with the alien, with the xenomorph. He has never, not once, seen a xenomorph before. Is that correct? Right. I, right? I, I believe I, so. I, th- I think we're led to assume that. Yes. The first time he ever sees one, and the first time it's even communicated that that exists. Mm -hmm. Because all he knows right now is people are dying. I can't even communicate with people. I don't know what's going on. I got to go down there. there. Yeah. So he he swings down there, and he he pulls up on this planet, and then the first time he ever sees a xenomorph is crawling across the windshield of his ship. And what's this dude say? We got company. What? Like you have never seen a, a, another creature 
Hey. From another galaxy, bro. Hey. What do you mean? We got company? Yo, how, about, how about this? How about this? Hey, hey, Joe, bleep this one out. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? That's what, that's what I would have been doing. And in my mind, as I'm watching the character respond, at a certain point in time, I'm thinking, this is too basic. This is too unrealistic. Yeah, there, there was, there was a lot of that. I mean, so yeah, you know, number two, Daniel says we shouldn't go down there. I need to be on record saying we shouldn't go down there. And then the captain is basically going, "Look, they don't want to have a man of faith being in charge." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's an interesting perspective." Maybe interesting. they're going to play, huh? It was very interesting. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe they're going to play that up. Maybe that's going to be like, you know, he's going to be naive. They're going to say, you know, your faith makes you naive and but science nah, they versus, didn't. you know, religion and faith and God and, you know, the engineers and da 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 da. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, they didn't even go back to that. No. They didn't touch on that. So we go down there anyway. And like I said, um, who, who, what, what is the captain's name? What is his name? Uh, Billy Crudup, the, the guy who makes that decision, you mean? Lope? I think his name is Lope. Nah, Billy Crudup plays a character named Orem. O-R-A-M. And by, by the way, Billy Crudup, that is uh, Dr. Manhattan. Orem, uh, by okay. the by. Orem. So, you're, okay, so we have these things that jump out of, of people, right? Yeah. We already have a situation where you got a dude who's spitting up blood. Like you said, nobody got a helmet on. No nobody got any gloves no. on. What are you doing? Like, what is your training regimen? What is the protocol when you go to another planet? You're not supposed to be here anyway. What you should have done is sent a message. They probably get it in a year and a half. Go back to sleep and say, hey, we found this thing. Here are the coordinates. Y'all figure it out. We going to colonize over here. Y'all let us know yeah. what you want to do later on. <laughs> but we going back to sleep, okay? Yeah. I, I, it ain't time for me to get up yet. Y'all can figure this other planet out. We just going to do our – because our duty is to say, hey, we found this. This is not Star Trek. We're no. not going out to find new worlds and civilizations. That is not what our job is. No, no, not at all. They, this is not what they were tasked with. And this is, this is one of the things that I think is interesting about the Alien franchise. These movies, they present astronauts as, quote, unquote, space truckers. These, they're people who, like, didn't even want the job. It, this is just the job that they're doing. They're basically just in the military. It's kind of thankless. This is what we have to do. This is the duty. So after they experience this but weird catastrophe and they lose they lose their captain, not only do they have to choose a new captain and deal with the mourning process, but they just decide, uh, you know, let's just divert from what we were going to do. And they, and they should know check better, some shit man. Out. They should know better. They were Yo. not equipped to go. Because if they're space truckers, Adam, they have zero business. No. Even more going off course. Because you're not equipped for that. No, exactly. That's not your, you're not, you're not, you don't even have no helmets. Exactly. Why don't y'all have gloves on? Listen, when, you're, when the doctor takes your blood, they put gloves on. <laughs> and that's human blood. Humans and human blood. Here, this is wheat. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, look, it if is there's, If there's time. wheat on a planet, don't you think maybe you should be like, hold up. Yeah. They needed me on, on that ship. Yes. To be like, y'all might not like me, but y'all going to be alive. Agreed. I'm going to tell you that. It is, it is springtime on planet Earth right now as we speak, and I cannot breathe. I have to take pills to survive my home planet. What the hell are you doing? Venturing about, bandying around on a place that you have never stepped foot on, no helmet? When, when, when I was leaving the movie theater, I, I rode my bike, Timory rode her bike, and Timory was 
not putting her helmet on is a really short ride, okay? Real short ride, just a couple of blocks. He's like, you see what happened theaters. to them when they had no helmets on. Well, I said, to, I said to her, and I was like, yeah, put, put your helmet on when you're riding. Come on. I'm a dad about it. I'm like an overbearing. Come on, put your helmet on. Who knows what could happen? Put your helmet on on planet Earth so you can ride a bike, which you have done many times before, and ride along a path that you've seen over and over and over right, again. Right, to a to a, to a destination which you know what the contents yes, of said destination put is. Put your damn space helmet on. And I think I think what what this amounts to, if it was a regular horror movie, I would say, okay, this is someone opening the door to the basement even though you know you shouldn't do that. But what this amounts to is too many characters in my mind made bad decisions and it made it seem like these characters were not characters. They were just meat. They were just that, meant that to is be correct, dead. Adam. And that is correct. I do not know the personality of any of the characters. So the bad decisions and lack of personality leave me saying, who, who were they and why do I care? Well, I got enough, per- I got enough personality out of everybody to, to continue on with the story. What I Wait, didn't I would get- love to play that out, actually. I would, I would love to play that out. And, and examine uh, the the main character, the protagonist, uh, Daniels. What's her personality? I don't know, man. All right, Tennessee. What's his personality? This guy from Tennessee. <laughs> That's all I need to know. All right, Orem. What's what's his thing? He's a uh, religious guy who wasn't supposed to be the captain, but. Um, and, he, and he's salty about it, and now he is. So now he's like kind of overextending his power because he's trying to prove himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll give you some of that. Although I, you're right, I wish they would have explored more of that, like the religious aspect. Like what they, his religion is, what his faith is. I don't know. In they what touch we, on it, but they didn't go anywhere. And I, I've heard you say, Octavius A. Newman. People disrespect Christians. People have this expectation of Christians, like Christians are dumb. If you are a person of faith, then oh, automatically you're dumb. And I thought maybe Covenant would go into this interesting conversation. What does that look like? Yeah, I was hoping they would. But but I think this is what rubs me the wrong way about this movie. A lot of concepts, they approach that concept, and they kind of look in the direction of that concept, like they're going to go there, but they don't. They don't explore that. Same goes for the fact of the matter is uh, uh, the relationships that you have between the, the the space truckers, the crew. Some of them are married up. They have this relationship where they're, you know, that is my romantic partner. Now, tell me more about that. What is it like to be on this ship? And it's all couples. Explore some of this stuff for me. But I think Covenant, it's, it's kind of like Covenant just went to college and they start talking about these concepts, but they can't go in deep. They don't know. They just have this surface level. And this movie was too surface level. I think it pretended to be real smart, but it showed me the dumbest people I've ever seen. So it just, that, that contradiction really rubs me the wrong way. And speaking of dumb, here's, here's what I really want to talk about. <clears throat> yeah. As far as like, let's get in a little bit of like, like some of the perspective and philosophy that I walk away from this with. Like when I start digging into this, outside of what were you trying to tell me, Ridley Scott, what did I walk away with? Mm-hmm. What I was really walking away with, which is something that's funny, it's kind of a little a little bit, and this is off topic because we often do this with comic book junto. Of course. It's, it's kind of like, what does this say about people? What does it say about the world and your perspective of the world? Mm-hmm. What I really saw in this movie was, why are you so trusting? Mm, okay. That, Interesting. That's, that's that's the thing. And Adam and I, we had a, you know, like a personal offline conversation about something similar to this. But I'm watching this movie and I'm like, 
you guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but the big picture is you don't ask enough questions. You're not cautious enough. Yeah. You're not protective enough. Let's, too- let's offer an example. Actually, Orem, all of them meet David, who has been uh, sequestered Yo, on this was, alien planet for a long me, time. Let me touch Ten on that years? before you go into it. Before yeah. you get into it. Because okay. that, that's what my point was going to be. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Here's what it is. Number one, we're on a planet. We don't know where we're at. Next thing you know, the ship we came on is exploding. Mm-hmm. Something happened. Something's going on. Come back. Come back. Kaboom. Mm-hmm. I see my wife stumble out yeah. on flames. Uh-huh. Come on. And then a random guy in a freaking Doctor Strange cloak uh-huh. shoots a flare in the air while these, these monsters are running around killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And he goes, follow me. And you do it. And they're like, all right. No, 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 no. Who are you? Yeah, Where exactly. did you come from? You didn't come with us. Explain yourself. Mm-hmm. What is this? Where is this? Why aren't you asking any questions? Mm-hmm, Everyone mm-hmm. is not for you. Your group is not a special group who's smarter than everybody and more capable than everybody. So you don't have to have regular protocol and precautions. You need to ask freaking questions. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Why did he, what is he just shooting the air? Why did they just run away? What are those things? Where is he going? Where is the, like, I need all of these questions, but what are we doing? Following. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we follow him. Right. And this person I'm talking about is what we come to find out is the, the big bad of the whole movie. That's right. The big bad of the whole franchise. Right. And it's kind of interesting because I think of him like how, depending upon what your faith is, Satan, okay. Satan is a liar. Mm-hmm. a cheater, a deceiver, mm-hmm. okay? He's not on your team, but he acts like he is. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see, I see. It's, it's kind of like, oh, what does he say? Come on in, make yourself fine. You're safe. Are we safe? Oh, I assure you, you're lying through your teeth. I mean, he, in fact, David actually goes as far as to compare himself to Satan. When he speaks the line, uh, would you rather serve in heaven or reign in hell? Right. And, and I think Covenant and, and Ridley Scott probably are, are working really hard. They put some bi- biblical aspect on this. Like, this is not just an alien movie. It's not just a horror movie. Let's think about the philosophy and the religious ramifications and background. But it does not explore those enough for me to think that it was meaningful. It just puts it in there to be like spicy. It's not a seasoning. You you can't just put it in there like a seasoning. Sprinkle faith. Well, you mean you can, but it doesn't make, it doesn't, it's like, Hey, put some seasoning on it and you just sprinkle some stuff on it. And like, it tastes good now, right? No, there's a certain measure that's too much and Mm -hmm. not enough. Mm -hmm. It's bland or too salty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And like with with the faith component, it was kind of like, oh, this will be a good kind of thing to put in it. Put some paprika in there. Why? I don't know. I saw my mom do it. You know? like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I saw my mom do it. I don't know. They did it in 79. I don't know. I I guess. But that, but that, but what I, that's what I am pulling out of it is like everything that this guy tells you, you listen to. Yeah. And he keeps showing you over and over. Not even he, this place keeps showing you over and over and over again. Be cautious, think, ask questions. And this kind of goes into the whole genre of horror films. Why 
are you so trusting? Yeah. Why aren't you asking questions? Why aren't you protecting yourself? Why are you even going out of your way to go over here? You walk into his lair and he's got drawings of the things all over the freaking room. Yeah. Yeah. He honestly, it looked like he was just an alien super fan. I mean, because the drawings are all the concept artwork from the movie. Yes. <laughs> he's kind of weird. Like, oh. And you're not asking any questions about that? I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. I'm going to go take a shower. What? I am on guard with the burner on deck Octavius, until we get out of there. David straight up says to Orem, Orem says something like, so what's your relationship with these things? And David explains, oh, I, I created them. I made them. And Orem's like, you oh, made this stuff? And follows him into the lair. And then David says, oh, this is what I wanted to show you. Come here. Take a look at this. And it's the eggs, right? And what does he say? So Orem it's is safe. basically, it's safe. yeah, Orem, I assure you. Orem and he goes, basically, oh, it's, oh, it's safe? This dude, oh, okay. this dude identified the fact that, oh, Dave, you're the guy responsible for making the alien that killed my wife? Then I, I should probably still be mourning that fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to show me your collection of cool eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me check that out. Why? But why? Don't touch it. Don't put your face over it. You, I mean, I the horror movie tropes, I recognize those tropes, but those the, the decisions that characters make were just so silly that I had a hard time feeling anything for them. Your, your man, Orem, is looking for his missing soldier. He walks in the lair. He sees David talking face-to-face -face with a, what, 10-foot-tall white like vampire monster? Yeah. Who's breathing. He's blowing in its face. And you're like... You look over, you see your, your, you, you see your like partner's head floating in the water. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? Why is everybody not dead? Mm -hmm. You got a gun with a green laser pointed at him and you're asking questions. Mm -hmm. Like, why was it? Why was that woman drinking the water? In the by the way, fam, I mean, like, I, let me let me just roll up in here and drink this, some of this water. Everybody seems you, to be getting very sick. I can't go to a restaurant and get food poisoning and ever go back to that restaurant. So if I see people getting sick on an alien planet, you come on. I'm not. No, no, not I'm touching not, anything. I'm, yo, I I just I just think that like the the big picture of this is just like it it it, it speaks to people. When they want something to be true. Okay. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I, I might be pulling this out of here that's not really there, but it's kind of like, you wanted this place to be safe. Mm. You wanted this to be the place where the colony was going to go. This is what you wanted. And you wanted it so bad that you overlooked reality. You overlooked advice. You overlooked suggestions. You overlooked the deaths of other people because you wanted it to be real. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. wanted it to work. And I think we've all been there before. So outside of the fact that the trope is stupid and this, that, and the other thing, and I agree. I mean, like, when he was like, remember when he was like, um, what, what was the doctor's name from Prometheus? Uh, Shaw. He's like, yeah, Dr. Shaw died in, in, in the, in the uh, landing. I was like, no, she didn't. Yeah. No, she didn't. Yeah. You saw the f Dr. Shaw, like, laid out. Yeah. That hey, was a, that was an interesting part to me too. You know, at the end of Prometheus, Doctor Shaw survives, but you feel this impending doom because you know that David is a little bit sinister. So you you feel like this is probably not going to last too long. But you don't know what their fate will be. And I was a little pissed off that Alien Covenant explains the fate of Doctor Shaw as uh, she died off screen. 
because all they do is they show her dog tag, and then the the main well, character in this show one, the drawings, they Daniel's show her body and- Daniel's finds that dog tag in a photograph, and she was like, "Oh, hey, what's this?" And passes like it's like it's a clover, like it's a dandelion. Like you just found evidence of human beings being on this planet, and you just like picked it up, looked at, it, huh, and set it down and kept walking. What I, I didn't think like that offered justice to the character from Prometheus, and that that bothered me some. And then they show that weird uh, flashback where it shows David cruising in on the alien spaceship and then letting the the black goo just kill the entire civilization alien virus yeah and as i was watching this i was thinking why why did he do that i don't get i just don't get it well because like the whole thing about david is like when your man got powered on first thing he told him to do is play me some music uh stop asking so many freaking questions make me this tea Word. And Dave was like, oh, word? Yeah, you definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely murking this ball because, like, I, you, you're not about to, and the tea's sitting right next to you, too, so you're not going to disrespect me, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, you'll never die, I'll never die, and you will die, so why are you, why am I getting you tea? You know what? I got mm-hmm. something for that. Mm-hmm. I got something for that. Um, I mean? so, okay, so the shower scene, that's a very horror movie trope. Like okay, these oh, yeah. two they're they're down there they're, they're getting on Let's down take in the a shower, shower together, and then the tail like slowly creeps in and splash splashes blood all over her face. Uh, that's a very horror movie trope. Um, I one of the things that I love about the original Alien is that sense of claustrophobia. They're in these tiny little spaceship tunnels and they have to get away from something, but there's nowhere to go. And in this. One thing that I thought was interesting is, you know, they they got great CG. They got a big budget. So they can just show the aliens skittering all over the place. You know, no problem. It doesn't even need to hide. It's just like, where is it? Oh, there it is. It's just skittering around. So it it seems like they took some of the... That's why I say I don't feel tension. Because it it took the tension away. It just showed... Oh, there's the monster. Where's it going? Oh, he's just going over there. But it it did give me tension, though. Mm. Because he did do a good job for me of creating the anxiety. Mm. Even though I had an idea of what was happening, I still was having fun. There was enough. It wasn't new anxiety like Get Out. Like in Get Out, the anxiety was almost like scary. Because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think Get Out was a really fresh horror movie because it was something that was somehow both familiar and totally brand new. And I... You know, honestly, let's let's just get this out of the way. A movie like Get Out changes every other horror movie. Because now I'm thinking, y'all, you need to be as good as or not. And Alien Covenant mm-hmm. was not, in my uh, opinion. And um, I think... I think it was a little bit of a weird marriage between genres of movies. The beginning of the movie and maybe the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie were very different movies. And I was a little curious about that. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's like things that I know about myself. I love the Alien franchise. And yet, I seem to only really like the first two movies. So that's a complicated relationship. Because there are way more movies than just two. And on the whole, I don't like the rest of them. <laughs> I only like the first two. So I'm already complicating the relationship. Another thing I know about myself. I love the way the Xenomorph looks. That's a cool looking monster. Yes. Everything about the Xenomorph is cool. And yet, I get as, a movie about as the Xenomorph. As stuff was. I, I get a whole movie about the Xenomorph, Alien Covenant. But I didn't seem to want to see it 
like that in broad daylight. Uh huh. You know, I wanted to see it differently. So it's, I, I have this strange relationship with this franchise where I'm like, I love this movie. I hate all of them though. I love the Xenomorph. I don't want to see it though. So it's, there's, I think the, the movies that I like very much do something that are very particular and hard to recreate. And I felt like Alien Covenant was too surface level, too surface level. And then that, well, it looks like we got company. Come on, Tennessee. You've never seen a Xenomorph before. How are you not scared? Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, right, it's well, complex. But that's why I say, that's why I say, if this was called A Lot of People Are Bad at Their Job, then I'd be all about this film. I would love it. I would think it was so cool. But because it's part of the Alien franchise, I have this very complicated relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Speak, speaking of the franchise, uh, word on the street is there could be two more movies. Yeah. How do you I've, feel I've, about that? I've heard there could be two more movies, but something that I think should be kept in check. Uh, this movie is five years separate from Prometheus. Okay. So, Prometheus. Ten, ten years, right? Prometheus. Well, I mean, in production, like real world production. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Prometheus came in 2012, and this one came out in 2017. Now, Keep this in mind, and I'm not saying anything because I want to make an assumption here, but Ridley Scott is about the he's about to be 80 years old. I mean, he's getting there. So does he mm-hmm. have the juice to do two more of these movies? I do not know. I'm not so sure. I feel well, like we're probably going to get a third one, and they're going to call it a trilogy, and then we'll be done. You know what I mean? It depends on how good this one does. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I'm not, I'm not really sure how it's doing as far as sales go. But I yeah. think that has a lot to do with what we'll see next. Yeah. Yeah. What, what would you want to see next? I mean, where would you want to go from here? Well, I mean, the, 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 I think the question for me is, did I have enough fun to want to see another one? The answer is yes. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Did I enjoy this movie? Yes. Did I have fun? Yes. Um, did I like things? Did I not like things? Yes. Because they both go both ways. It depends on what which octavius you know which yeah. conversation we're having yeah yeah you know Agreed. did i have a good time was i you know hands on top of my head mouth open like what no don't yeah yes i did at sure. the same time am i literally looking at kenny like he better not put his face so he did put it see mm-hmm. he done put his face over the egg mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why would you now you're gonna die yeah of course yep. you're gonna die of course why would you hug the man who's going in the convulsions how about the fact that, oh my god yeah why'd you put your hand on him why he would you hug the man sores and spikes come out and dash your hand what what are you doing foolish it's just foolish you know what the problem is i'm gonna I'm tell you and i don't know how to say this uh. but it's like i mean this seems like people who ain't been through nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's what this strikes me as. These are people who haven't been through anything. You're not scared enough. Uh-huh. Your, your life hasn't been challenging enough or you haven't been in danger enough. Now, see, that's interesting headcanon right now. Because if you want to explain this, you could say uh, the year 2104, whatever year it is, you know, maybe they live in some kind of utopia and they're just you know, living their life. They never had anything they needed to go up against. Maybe. They have no predators no other humans that give them trouble they got no problem <laughs> maybe so I'm maybe tell you right now like anybody from where i'm from and who live where i live and my circle my community it ain't going down like that yeah like y'all are i don't know where and that's one of the things i'm like who raised y'all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who raised y'all where are you from 
Like, why aren't you scared? Why aren't you concerned? Like, 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 remember Lil Rel? He's like, how are you not scared of this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how are you not afraid of what's going on right now? That's like, I don't know where they're from. I don't know where they live. And I don't know what this colony was supposed to be. But these aliens that's going to take them over, it's kind of like, I kind of don't feel bad for you. You know what speaking, I mean? Speaking of not being afraid, here's when I know definitively that things were not going to be turning out the way that I want them to. This movie very much pulled a baby Groot. And they show you a baby xenomorph because mm. that little xenomorph they show it like practically yawning when it's born from that dude's spine and it's like unfurling like a yeah. little baby and it stretches out and the, the camera even zooms in on it you get a good look at it and what does my girlfriend say she goes oh no I'm like okay no 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 see now see, here we got, go all right now hold here on, we now, go. Hold on. Now, i'm not Adam, scared wait wait listen to me listen to me right now listen to what i'm telling you uh-huh you sir need to have a, a conversation with that woman. <laughs> and you need to you need to clarify what's yeah. going on. Because if you see that, you're talking about some awe, that's concerning me, see. Ah, she was not the only one. I'm people bothered. in my theater, people in my theater, there was, nah, an, there was see, that audible. Y'all got to go somewhere uh, where, you, where you, you need to be a little more scared. You've got, I don't know what to say to y'all, but y'all, <laughs> you, you got to learn how to acknowledge danger when it's in front of you. Yeah, I'm just saying they made it. They made a tiny it's, xenomorph it just burst out of one of your team members' bodies. <laughs> there is no awe. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got and you. You gonna pull up a butter knife? I got and you. And try to kill it? Yeah, man. No. Uh -uh. You ain't never had no roaches in your house? Yeah, no. You know how no, to no, deal no. with mice? That's what I'm saying. Ah. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe they don't have mice. Anyway, okay. We've, we've, so, we've gone ham sandwich on this enough. There's so much to say about this movie. And I, I want to say, at matinee, I would be happy to see that. I would watch this movie again. I would actually watch this movie again. I feel like depending on the way that I feel, the mood that I'm in, the, the things that I'm thinking about, the baggage I got with me, what I want out of a film and out of an experience, you know, maybe I could really enjoy myself in this movie. But when I stack the things that I like against the things that I do not like... The things that I do not like outweigh. Bottom line. And okay. then the second piece for me, as far as Covenant goes, is in my opinion, in this very long running franchise, other movies a very long time ago did the same thing better. Th there's no excuse. So what do you give it? What's the letter grade? I'm giving it a C. Okay. I'm, gi I'm giving it a C. But I'm also giving it a look and saying, come on, again, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I'm saying, you can do better. You can do better. Why are we doing this? You can do better than this. And if you're going to explore the religious aspect, the philosophy, if you're going to explore the idea, which I think is compelling, of an android, a god who makes a man, and that man wants to be God himself, and then they make a brand new one. That does not have that ability, and they try to create a relationship. If you want to explore those things, do it. Go all the way in on that thing. Don't give me just 10% and then decide, uh, you know what? Actually, it's just a monster movie. So I, I want more. I want better. I want more thoughtful, better characters, mm -hmm. people who have something that I will be, be thinking about. I want to know what the purpose and drive and relationship and dynamic is of the people on the screen. Otherwise, they're just bodies hitting the floor. And that's not what I came here for. Okay. Okay. How about you? You got a, do you have a grade? After this entire time we talk about it, do you have a grade in your mind? Now, 
I'll tell you, when I left the movie theater, Kenny, a.k.a. Simba Sparks, mm-hmm. looked at me and he goes, that's a B. Oh, okay. And I said, yeah, I see B. Then I got to thinking. Uh, uh-oh. Then see, I that, got to, see, now that's no good. You never want to do that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I got to thinking. I got to process. And we got to talking. And we started, like, breaking it apart. And I was like, nah, this isn't a B. Now, what, what pulls it down? What was because your realization? It, because I had fun, you know, but it's like C+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's an above average. It's it's at the top of the average. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see you. It's it's not like yo, this is an above average movie. It's above average in you know action. It's above average in um like visuals. It's above average. It's very similar to Guardians of the Galaxy in that way. Mm-hmm. Visually amazing and striking, but then the actual story itself is like ah yeah. Ah. So I could go B minus C plus. Like, sure. Because I think average movie, because I mean, to me, an average movie is like I saw it and I didn't feel like that. I felt higher than that. Sure. So uh, I'm going to land on B minus. You, you're giving it a B minus. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I gave Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, th- it's in the same kind of vein. Like this is an average because the average movie is basically like there's nothing worth talking about here. Sure. See it. Don't see it. I don't really care. Alien Covenant, I'd be like, no, go see it. Go check it out. And that, for me, makes me go, okay, this is a B movie, but it's on the lower end of B. So through all that talking and all that discussion, I go B minus. And it's funny that you position it like that because you say, average movie, there's really nothing to talk about here. And clearly, that's not the case. As I have said, I have so much to talk about with this movie. But I feel like the things that I'm talking about are more therapeutic for myself. Like, why? How? How come? What did... I have a lot of things that I need to work through, and it's not necessarily positive. I'm just frustrated. Yeah, when I say, when I say there's nothing to talk about, I say it as take it or leave it. Like sure, wait till wait till Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Wait till Hulu. Wait till HBO now, or don't see it. <clears throat> you know? Did oh you didn't like it? Nah, I mean, I have a feeling that Pirates Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be like that. Yeah, uh, word. It's gonna okay. be it's gonna be like ah, see it, don't see it. I don't. I mean. Should I go see John Wick too? Yes, yes, go see that. You know what's interesting too? <clears throat> yeah, for and I feel all the, the same things- thing about Alien Covenant. I'm, I'm thinking about what to go see. Should I go see Alien Covenant too? Oh yeah, go see that. That'll be good. That's gonna be fun. <clears throat> yeah, you'd rather see that because then at least you've got something to chew on for a minute. Yeah, uh, I, it's funny. Alien Covenant actually made me appreciate Prometheus a little more. Wouldn't really? You, you hate you Prometheus? That? But but the thing is... You is, dislike Alien Covenant that much? Did you just change your grade but, to well, D? No, no, I'm not changing the grade. But but what it made me appreciate... And of course, time has passed, so it's not like I just walked out of the theater of Prometheus for the first time. That's a different experience, you know? That level of feeling is a different sensation than giving it some time to smooth over and seeing it for what it is. But what it made me appreciate in Prometheus is... At least Prometheus tried something really different. It failed, in my opinion. But it tried something original. It tried to do something real different. And I think Covenant was a little too colored by numbers. So it was a little too inside the lines for me. And it kept pretending to be smarter and more interesting. But it never actually did it. It was like that friend who keeps talking about things they don't know nothing about. Mm. Like, come on. Hey, come on. Everybody sees through this. You don't need to put on. Just be who you are. Just do something else. And I, I felt like that was the relationship I had with this film. Where I was like, come on, just 
Stop. Stop pretending. Stop what I, coming up with the whole Byron and Ozymandias. <laughs> stop with all that. You know you're just here so you could do a shower scene. Yeah. Stop. Uh, that's an interesting. You know what? That's an interesting point that you that you like. I think you've been kind of saying this the whole time, but I just got your kind of beef. Mm. It's like, yeah, you're putting on like you're really smart, but you just know like you really know a lot about politics, but you just know headlines. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you just so know they're quotes. just using buzzwords. Yeah, you're just using buzzwords, but you really don't know what's going. But you're trying to act like this movie is really deep and really because what I want this is what I would want to see. I think this might be a fun thing for us to do, mm. especially with you know just kind of like freestyle what we what we would have wanted to see. One of the things that I would have wanted to see is like here's the interesting story for me. Same thing we did with like, I kind of did this with Iron Fist is like, what is God? Mm -hmm. What is a creator? Mm -hmm. And what is a creation? What is a created thing? And what is the relationship between God or creator and creation? Mm -hmm. What happens when the creation wants to be the creator? Which Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us want that we want to be all-knowing we want to be all-powerful yeah, yeah, sure. we want to be creators we want to be and and even as a christian i believe i am not god but i am created in god's image mm-hmm. so i have aspects of god you know so i say i am creative in god's image mm-hmm. you see but i am never going to be god i'm never going to be like this all-knowing, all-powerful, omnipresent, like that's that's not going to be me. But even though I think all of us struggle and strive to want to be that, you know, mm-hmm. and what what is that dynamic like? Yeah. You know, what happens when you want to be God, but you can't, but you can have a taste of it by being able to create things? Mm-hmm. What happens when the thing, you're disappointed with the thing that you created? What happens when that creation does not live up to the creator's expectation Mm. like that's an interesting story Mm -hmm. what happens when the creation rebels against the creator had they really dug down deep in that and made the horror and the action a fallout in the real big point of this is you want to be a creator you want to be the ultimate creator but even in you wanting to be the ultimate creator you're flawed yeah your thing that you make doesn't it's it's never quite like you i'm so happy that you're bringing this up because it makes me think of i i figured out the way that i can explain why i'm not feeling this movie and it it is to pull directly from the movie it's the weirdest scene of the entire film which i think you and i might agree michael fassbender kissing himself well, no, no. I mean, actually, maybe it's the number two weirdest scene. <laughs> but, Let me tell you right now. But I, was it, like, I would I say it's, what is happening right it's now. It's Michael Fassbender as David teaching Walter how to play the flute. Because I'm watching that and I'm like, the hell is going on? And it sunk in, and I started to understand. David can create music. He can create something new and original. Walter can't. So he holds the flute up to Walter's mouth and Walter can only blow because he can just do something on command, but he can't create. He can't make art. And so you have David playing the holes. He says, I'll, I'll do the fingering. And Walter is just blowing in the reed. So that is a strange scene, a very strange scene, but it starts saying something about the nature of the ability to create. And then what happens when that's taken away? And it's, it's, 
asking something interesting. There was something provocative and strange about it. Would you agree? I would agree. And, and I think, then it's I resolved that, oh, go ahead. with what's basically amounting to a Luke Cage brawl where they just throw each other across the room and do that was a fun kung fu. Scene. I liked it. And while it was a fun fight scene, it was like, yo, that is not... Hold up. You approach this very differently. And now you're doing a fight scene like... Y'all were just programmed to have the most kick-ass fight scene I've ever seen in my life. You were That's just exactly made what to, they do were programmed to do that. But of so, course they would. So they they approached this really interesting, compelling, strange issue, and abandon it for punching each other in the head. And I'm like, okay, no, no, no. So you can't. You do one or the other. Go hard on one or go hard on the other. Don't show me both because you you just went weak on both. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I get what you're saying about like because you know. We, we all, we all are create, like, it's interesting, like this whole idea of being a creator. I think you've heard me say before, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And this, this idea of this, almost like this idolization of being God that I think a lot of us, if we're honest, Mm -hmm. we wrestle with. Yeah. Being all powerful, all knowing, you know. And being a creator, being able to make something out of nothing. And I, and I think the struggle that this really brings up is acknowledging our limitations that we can't make something from nothing. I believe mm-hmm. there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. The microphone you're speaking into is made out of material that was already here before any of us got here. And look, Alien Covenant is far from the first person, first film, first piece of art to ever ask these questions. But that, it, it didn't do a good job telling a story around it. Agreed. And that's what I wanted, wanted them to do is to talk about, like, you know, can a created thing create something new that the creator, like, let me slow down because I almost lost myself. Mm-hmm. Can a created thing create something that its creator didn't make? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Is that, that possible? And we t- you talked to me before about, like, you know, my, my quest for truth. You want to share that with the Internet? Yeah. Okay. So, well, because I, that, because that's that's the that's the philosophical question that I walk away with. It's like, yeah, aliens, xenomorphs, what da da da. But what's interesting to me is like, can I create a new color? I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. All I can do is just mix together the colors that I've been given, mm-hmm. and am I okay with that? And if I'm not, can I do anything about it? Mm-hmm. I can remix eternally, but I, I don't know that I can create something that isn't already here. Sure. And is that a limitation by my creator? And is that okay? Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All of those questions are, are good questions. All of those are interesting to explore. Those are the kinds of, th- those are the questions that I, that I think propel artwork. Yeah. You know, it, it makes people have to make something to try to address the question, let alone, I mean, forget about even trying to answer the question, but you just need to form a way of putting the question into medium and sharing it so you can get people to talk about it. What I see is Alien Covenant is a movie that wanted to do a little bit of that, but mostly it just wanted to make people's heads explode. And if, if it were a different movie, I'd probably be so about that. But because it has the baggage of Prometheus and all of those heady questions, and because it has the baggage of a nearly 40-year-old franchise, uh, there were there were so many pieces of it that said, no, hold on. You, you're, you're playing. This is, this is just silly. This, you're being silly. You're pretending to be smart, but you're silly. Hmm. 
put the yeah. damn helmet on and, and go and to your damn go, go to that damn planet that you knew you were supposed to go to and write James Franco a check because the first time we see his ass it was burnt to a crisp. <laughs> this movie actually required maybe dental records to even understand that James record uh, James Franco was in it. You can't you, you can't even recognize his face. He was burnt to a crisp. Well, you saw you saw his face bef- at, be- yeah, as he was burnt. Yeah. And it's like in a tube and he's he's wearing the mask like kind of a balaclava sort of thing. And I looked at uh, at him and I looked at Timory and I said, "Is that James Franco?" And then I could only confirm that in fact when we saw that uh, uh that, that extreme cliff hanging thing. Yeah. yeah, so that's our movie review of Man, Alien what a weird Covenant. movie. What a weird huh? movie. You yeah. Because I feel so many ways about it. Well, that's our review, Alien Covenant. We want to know what your thoughts are. We want to know what your letter grade is. I give it a B minus. Adam gives it a, what do you give it? Hard C. Hard C. So what's your letter grade? Um, again, remember, letter grading is A, one of the best movies you've ever seen. B, above average. C, average d below average f one of the worst movies you've ever seen that's right and also i would personally interested in what your thoughts are on the relationship between creator and creation is it possible for the creation to make something that the creator did didn't make yeah Even I, a I, super complicated question is it possible to, to to make something new that doesn't exist or i want to have only... those i want to have those conversations i want to see more artwork ask that question yeah can you make something new or or are you only able to remix what's already here mm-hmm. that's my question can mm-hmm. you actually create something that doesn't exist or can you create a new combination or a new remix or mm-hmm. a new style made out of things that are already here that that's what i'd love to hear some feedback on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's right well, we got Wonder Woman coming up. Yeah, coming up real quick. We're and I'm going to see that on Tuesday. I'm hoping that's a less complicated response, but we will find out shortly. We will indeed. So, again, at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter for me, at Adam Tedris on Twitter for Adam, at Comic Book Junto um, on Twitter. Leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Please do that. Um, invite someone to join the Junto this week as you're listening to this or after you listen to this. Share this episode with someone who's seen Alien Covenant or if you just want to be a jerk and spoil it for somebody. And if they are knucklehead enough to listen to See, I'm going to tell you right now. Blackout Congregation, <laughs> here we go. This is what a spoiler warning is. It is an egg that has opened up. Mm. Huh? Now, ah. see, I, listen. Listen now, see. The egg has opened up and it says... You see something swirling around inside, and that thing inside is spoilers. Okay. It's don't, a face don't put hugger your face of spoilers. Over that. Don't put your face over that. Don't put your face over that. Because if it jumps out and impregnates you with spoilers, <laughs> you asked for it. You got what you asked for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? So that's, that's the lesson from this, all right? Uh-huh. Stop touching stuff. Stop going places. Ain't nobody asked you to go. When somebody gives you some money in a grocery list, go buy what's on the list. Uh huh. Okay. Do what people ask you to do. All right. This That's is uh. The, the this lesson. is gonna be. I think the sign off for for this episode, which is, put your damn helmet on and don't touch that. Stop touching stuff. Stop. That's what we got. Keep your All hands right. to yourself. <laughs> Listen to us on SoundCloud. Leave comments as you're listening on SoundCloud. You can also get this on Google Play, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you can get podcasts. Share the Junto with a friend. Invite someone to join the Junto. And that's all we got for our one-shot 
movie review of Alien Covenant. We'll see you back here soon for either episode 73 or our one shot for Wonder Woman, whichever one comes first. Mm -hmm. Um, That's all we got. That's it. That's the whole thing. I feel better now. There it is. So we love y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 